All right, back to Nikki. I'm getting tired of Nikki, to be honest with you. GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1-800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. Nikki Haley is basically, I mean, when, when Nikki Haley got elected to the uh, General Assembly of South Carolina, she was fairly conservative when you look at what she voted for and the things she stood for. Later, as governor, she would uh, like not support the, she, she, she supported transgender bathrooms, if you go back that far. It's, it's been around for a minute. She would not support it actually being based upon your biological sex. And, you know, she's done some other things that seem sort of interesting. But she has been groomed. A regime-picked candidate. And for a lot of people on both sides of the aisle, this is she is a good replacement for Biden. But then the question becomes, does she have broad appeal to the voting bloc? Now, in Iowa, right, in Iowa, the people that supported Nikki Haley said that in the general election, if she were not the, uh, if she were not the nominee, that they would vote for Joe Biden over Donald Trump, 43% of them that supported Nikki Haley. In one Iowa precinct, so many Democrats showed up and requested forms to change their party affiliation so they could participate, it, uh, participate in the caucus and vote for Haley, they ran out of forms. And it's shaping up to be the same story in New Hampshire, which holds its primary tomorrow. They also have an open primary, as do we, meaning independents or unaffiliated voters who make up 40% of all registered voters in the state can cast ballots in the GOP primary election. Democrat Party isn't holding a primary there. They got slapped down by the, Demo the Democrat Party. I mean, they, they, they don't want, like what New Hampshire's doing. They wanted to do things differently this year to, so that Joe would look good. But because of this, a lot of Democrats are expected to be voting in this Republican primary. And thousands of New Hampshire Democrats have changed their registration either to be unaffiliated or to Republican, and they're going to vote in this primary. And who will all the non-Republicans be voting for? Well, they're going to vote for Haley. Amongst the people there, 28% of the Republicans support her there versus 53% who said they were Democrats. And among voters who consider themselves left-leaning or moderate, Haley's beating Trump 56 to 27%. <laughs> they also found that a staggering 37% of likely Haley voters say their support isn't so much a vote for Haley, but against Trump. And despite all of this data, the argument they're making is that all of this crossover primary nonsense, which is exactly that, it's, it's nonsense, this would show you how strong she might be in the general election because she appeals to this broad voter base and that her moderate views would expand the GOP tent in November. Haley's been pushing that line. If we get independents, if we get conservative Democrats, that's what the Republican Party should pursue. Well... Who are the new voters she's supposedly bringing in to vote Republican in November? Are they going to vote Republican in November? Probably not. Very few of the Democrats planning to vote for Haley next, you know, in, in this primary would choose her, much less Trump, over Biden in a two-way race. 
And a sizable number of them even admit they're animated by the anti-Trump sentiment, which means they likely support Democrat policy and priority. And they're not coming to this side so much as infiltrating the primary to mess it up. And uh, the, the, the Democrats who are supporting her, are they're not doing it for the same reasons that the millions of blue-collar Democrats in the Rust Belt supported Trump in 2016. Back then, the Democrat vote, crossover voting in the general election had a lot to do with how different Trump was from the other GOP candidates in addition to the Democrat. He took policy positions opposite, at odds with the Republican uh, primary opponents. And he criticized his Republican primary opponents, and he upended the GOP leadership consensus on a host of issues from the border to trade to foreign policy. He separated himself from the herd. So all the ways, it was all the ways that Trump stood in contrast to the Republican establishment and the Democrat establishment that attracted so many disaffected Democrats and disillusioned independents to his candidacy. That's why people who hadn't voted in a presidential election in 30 years came out to vote for him. And that's why he was able to expand the Republican Party's tent by increasing the number of black and Hispanic Americans. And in light of all of that, do you think the same thing's happening with Haley from the, from the Democrats? Is she really bringing the disaffected liberals into the GOP? Or is she just an establishment tool? Trying to draw out the primary season, sap the Trump campaign, you know. Biden and the Democrats just want to spin the narrative that there's a sizable cohort of never-Trump GOP voters out there yearning for a return to the moderate social views of the Republican Party before Trump. But there isn't. That's why Trump existed in the first place. The reason Trump took off with the race is because there has never been that desire amongst the voters. And if you take away any